Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Sandra. Hey, hey. I have um, some interesting news. Okay. So, uh, you know how we watched this movie? Yes. Called Children's of the Corn, yeah? We did both watch it. And it... It may or may not have been good. We'll find out in the episode. Yep. Well, this may or may not have been one of my favourite movies of this year. <laughs> oh, oh but, no. <laughs> but I realise why now. Yeah. Is it because you were drunk? Possibly at the time. I don't remember. <laughs> um, but more the fact it was very late at night and I... um. I put the movie on uh, extra fast speed, 1.25. Oh, yes. We do that sometimes. And I think that really helped with the pacing, funnily enough. Yeah, Because it's, it's a very slow. slow movie otherwise. But adding that extra 0.5 or whatever mm. really helped that movie and allowed me to enjoy the rest of it quite a lot. Interesting. I am indifferent and don't have an opinion about this movie yet. <laughs> well, there you go. Welcome, everybody, to Oldie But A Goodie, the uh, only show where Zach gets to pick the bad movies and call them his favourite. Uh, I'm joined today by Sandra. Hey, hello. And we're going to be doing movies from 1984. This week, it's Children of the Corn. We rate them Oldie But A Goodies. That's the show. That's the thing. That's the podcast. That's what we do. Yay. Uh, yeah, you said your favourite movie that we've done this year. I would say the movie that we've done, the first movie we've done this year, where I genuinely don't know when I'm going to rate it going into the episode. Yep. Nice. Because it's not bad. It's not mm. a bad movie. Mm. But I'm also not sure if it's a good movie. Mm. It is a movie, yep. I think. But yes. Oh, that it is. Absolutely. I no, yeah. I don't know what I think of it. <laughs> So we'll That's see. your initial thoughts? Your initial thoughts is, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because I was not bored by watching this, yeah. but I wasn't entertained necessarily. Right. You sound very middle ground. Yeah, you see, the children, oh boy, okay. The children of the corn? Yes. Yeah, the children of the corn, said children. One thing, the main child yeah. sucked just awful. Well, oh, wait, I liked... I I kind of liked those two. Are you talking about the bad children or the good children? The good children. Right. Okay. Because I love the bad children. The bad... The evil children mm. were great. No, like, Malachi just kind of... I don't know. His performance was so angsty that it hurt. But it was also entertaining. <laughs> it was very entertaining to me. I'm not going to lie. I loved... His acting. Wow. But yeah, apparently he was 25. Oh, Isaac was 25. Yeah, yes. Isaac. Who is perhaps the only part of this movie that people would recognise being from this movie? Mm. If you look up Children of the Corn, it's just his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 
well, because he did it brilliantly. He he has the whole. He is the children of the corn, you know. Yeah. He's this creepy child that's acting like a a, a pastor. It's pretty good. He but, is uh, good. A, a minister good. of the church of the corn, which is worshiping presumably Satan. Um, he who walks behind the rose. Yes, is the name of the demon. Yes. It's Stephen King, so it's probably uh, a clown yeah, from the could, multiverse it, of the Dark Tower. Actually, it 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 would probably fit. He loves corn as well. I quite like corn. Corn's pretty good. I uh, I tried corn once, and then I went and murdered my parents. <laughs> <laughs> Just like ah, the children of the corn. That explains why you were in prison for three years when yes. I was, when yes, we were that was, younger. That was, uh, that was a whoopsie-daisy. All right. You had three other options this week, didn't you? Yes. And they certainly were options. <laughs> yes. Look, honestly, I definitely picked the best one out of the options. I think you did. Yeah. Although, the Tom Hanks one I do still kind of mm. want yeah, to see. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, the Tom Hanks one is called Splash. He falls in love with the mermaid. I don't know. I just really want to see a trashy Tom Hanks movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's also, uh, there's also, like, Mike's Murder. Great title. It's about... A bank teller, her lover gets murdered, um, yep. and the whole hotel New Hampshire. Mm. It's comedy. Doesn't sound very good. A person who runs a hotel. Yeah. Woo! This movie. <laughs> yep. Was released March 9th. It's based off a short story by Stephen King from 1977. You know what? That Stephen King fella. He's a pretty good writer. He's a very good writer. He's, I've, um, I've excellent. read a book or two on him. He's mm-hmm. he's not bad. Have you heard of him before? Before this movie, I had no idea who this uh, Stephen of Kings was. Um, the short story is about 40 pages. You can find it in his collection, Night Shift, if you, you do want to read it. I have read it, and I didn't think it was very good, and I'm a big Stephen King fan. Oh, okay. Um, I thought it was... Hey, did just... you know, fun fact, Stephen King's not actually a king. It's just his what? last name. Yeah. No, no way. Came a shock to me. But that's the whole reason I read his stuff. Yeah, is I know. It's royalty that was the whole... writing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Written by royalty. Yeah, I know. Oh, no. They've just sort of, like, embellished that part to sort of sell the books. It's ridiculous. I know. That's probably why um, they let him originally write the screenplay for this movie, because they mm. thought he was royalty, and then scrapped it. Not because the screenplay was bad, but because he wasn't, wasn't royalty. royalty. Yes, yes, uh, absolutely. That's exactly what happened. It's kind of funny, because what happened, according to uh, the guy who actually wrote this movie, George Goldsmith, he read Stephen King's script and just said, it starts with 35 pages of Bert and Vicky arguing in the car, which is pretty much how the short story starts. It's just 10 minutes of them, like, viciously arguing with each other. Okay. And part of me wants to see that version of this film. Absolutely. But also, every screenplay Stephen King has written for a movie based off his own work is bad. And mm. I like him a lot. I think he's a great writer. But his screenplays, like he did Pet Cemetery, and then also his version of The Shining, which was a TV movie that's awful, but you should check it out. Mm. Um... He's not great at writing screenplays, but I do still want to see how he would do this. Mm, yeah. I think it would be interesting, although them arguing for half an hour does not... <laughs> does not for me. Although, I do... Li- okay, here's here's what I'd like about that, because 
the movie starts off with children of the corn just going nuts. Yeah. Which means we 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 already know what the stakes are at the very yeah. start. Yeah. I think starting off with the couple and then leading into this town, it's like, what the frick is this town? Why are there all these creepy kids trying to murder us? And then maybe like halfway through the movie, that's mm. when we hear the child do the narration and be like, whoa, this is what happened. I'll tell you. Yeah, like, that's true. There is a literal moment where... Uh, the the child and the guy like hide in an area where the children don't know, and that mm-hmm. would be that would have been a great moment to do an ex exposition. I feel yeah. Instead of I, right at the start of the movie, I guess so. I mean, that is what I liked about the short story is that you find out what happened with those two, instead of it just being the cold opening, like a narrative mm. of like discovery and stuff, because it just. It just gives you all the information. Yeah, I think um, those two characters aren't interesting. Which ones? The adults. Oh, right, yeah. They're a little bit more interesting in the short story, kind of, because they hate each other in that. Whereas in this, they don't hate each other at all. Like, he leaves her to die at some point. Um, (laughs) In classic Stephen King fashion, he loves an arguing couple that want to kill each other. (laughs) He's a massive fan of that. That's great. No, I love that. But yeah, the short story, it's quite similar to this in that I love the concept, but it's just kind of slow and it doesn't really go anywhere, which is why I think the film's better. Mm. Quickly, before we jump into the cast, it is directed by Fritz Kirsch, who has done nothing aside from a Swamp Thing TV show from the 90s. Ooh, Swamp Thing. I love Love Swamp Thing. Love me some Swamp Thing. I really want to do those old Swamp Thing movies on this show. Absolutely. Because I bet they're terrible, but I also really want to watch them. Just awful. Linda Hamilton plays Vicky. Uh, she's done heaps of stuff, but yeah. everyone knows her as Sarah Connor. Oh, the most recent one she was in. She was really good, actually. Yeah, she's one of the better parts of that new film. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's not many <laughs> good parts of the film, but... It was okay. <laughs> it, it's a very okay film. It's not bad, which no. surprised me, okay? I'll yeah, go out on a agree. limb here. I'm going to say, that movie is not bad. It's okay. It's... If, it's, if, it, like, if it's a Terminator film, and it's the first Terminator film you've ever seen, and let's say you're 12 years old, it's fantastic. It's the best thing you've ever watched. <laughs> okay. That's a very specific scenario. If you're our Do age... you have to be 12? You yes. can't be like 11 be or 13. 12. No, it's only if 12. If you're 11... You're bored. If you're 13... You have taste. Yeah, um, exactly. You've got, you've got to be 12 years old. Have to be exactly 12. The age where you have no taste, but also watch stuff for no reason. <laughs> yep. Okay. Um, she's pretty good in this movie. Um, playing her husband, Bert, is an actor called Peter Horton. He's in a TV show called 30-something, but he also produced and directs episodes for Grey's Anatomy. So he's a director now. Good on him. Huh. He is pretty bland, but also in a good way. Yeah, like, he, he, he like, plays a bland person, and yeah. so he acts it. But, like, also, near the end, he's pretty cool. He's like, yeah. Oi, you dumb kids, did you ever question this? Mm. You never questioned all this horribleness? He is very good in that ending. And part. then, yeah. uh, then he goes and kills a demon. 
you know? Yep, yep, yep. He slaps people as well quite a bit. Oh, yeah, he does. <laughs> he, he almost slaps the kid to death. I thought that was very funny. <laughs> uh-huh. um, the kid playing Isaac, who we have previously talked about, been one of the best parts of this movie. His mm. The actor's name is John Franklin. He was about 25, 26 when he made this. Yeah. Uh, he's also plays Cousin It in the 90s Adams Family movie. Really? Wait, the Cousin It? What? Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. fuzzball? Oh That's my god. Him. That's him. Uh, yeah, I would have never recognized. Ah, uh, he's, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. The, uh, I thought they just had a, uh, you know, get a child in there but they actually got an actual actor which i guess makes sense it's easier if you just get an actor to do it yeah and he talks in that film from memory so no uh he just cousin it just makes noises oh yeah no it's in the new one where they have someone i think it's snoop dog he talks and then they reverse it wait what it's like reverse dialogue in the new adams family film that's funny so if you yeah that's a good way of doing it actually i like that I didn't mind it. It was a good one. Um, he returned to the Children's of, Children of the Corn franchise for the sixth movie because there are so many damn sequels to this film. It's ridiculous. Mm. We'll get into it at the end of the episode. Mm. Um, after 9-11, he retired from acting and became a teacher. Hmm. And then he returned to the screen Whoa. in 2014. He's been in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He has? What, um, what I he... can't remember what episode, but yeah, he has. I, d- I don't remember him. He must have, yeah, probably one of the side characters, but cool. Nice. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Very good. He's also in a movie that you discovered just before. (laughs) Yes. So, uh, we, I was looking, I was looking at this actor. I was like, damn, this actor, he's pretty good. What does he look like now? Looked him up and I was like, whoa, he's 60. He still looks (laughs) weirdly young. That's weird. Um, and then I looked at his stuff that he had done and he had done a, a movie called, uh, Hell's Kitty. (laughs) Yeah. Which is about a cat possessed by a demon. Sounds amazing. Sounds amazing. And they got some interesting actors, but the uh, the film has very, very little reviews, most of which are not good. <laughs> I mean, that does make sense for a very low-budget horror. The, the only good ones were saying it was so bad it's good. <laughs> yep. I want to watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's called Hell's Kitty. Mm. <laughs> what was the tagline? You found the tagline and it was amazing. Oh, you'll wish you had nine lives. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Perfect. Which is a great tagline. Oh, I love it. There isn't a tagline for Children of the Corn. It's very disappointing. Oh, really? Huh. Yeah. Obviously, they didn't want to be too... Corny. Hey, speaking of corny, oh. the reception for this movie is 35% on Rotten Tomatoes, mm. which is off. Yeah. Off tomato. 40% audience score, 5.7 out of 10 on IMDb, though. That's um, more than half. Yeah. It only cost $800,000 to well, make. That's pretty cheap. I mean, that makes sense because the only things you'd really need for that film are. The, like, special effects. <laughs> yeah. And we'll get to them. And, oh, boy. Uh, the actors. Like, the rest yeah. of it. It's just a cornfield. From memory, Linda Hamilton did The Terminator in 84. Mm. And that made her famous. But I don't think she did anything 
before this that was particularly popular. So no. Yeah, it wouldn't have been a super expensive cast. And the Terminator comes out after this, right? Yeah, I think it's in like November. Near the yeah, end of the yeah, year. yeah. So she's not famous yet. Mm. So she wouldn't have been too expensive. And you can tell because they overdub most of her dialogue in this. Did you notice that? No, I didn't. I didn't at all. Yeah, pretty much everything she says is overdubbed, and it's distracting. I I didn't notice it. I just wasn't yeah. paying attention to her when she was talking, I think. Yeah, because it's not an interesting character. Anyway, off that almost a million budget, what do you think it made? Uh, a mil. It made a lot more than a mil. Oh, 20 mil. Oh, just under 20 mil, actually. 19? 15. 15. Oh, 15 okay. million. That's good. That's really good. That's more than Spinal Tap and Repo Man put together. Yeah, wow. Nice. This makes me sad. Well, it, 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 it really taps into that cheesy horror movie. Definitely, yeah. Which I think it, it, it's always got to do well, I feel. You know what? If I was 12 when this came out, <laughs> I would have loved it. <laughs> uh, the perfect age for watching horror movies. As we know. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, what yeah. horror films did you watch when you were 12? Let us know. <laughs> Email us in the description. Uh, what did I watch? I watched Lord of the Rings, which is my favourite movie just all time. It's not a horror film. But it's not a horror film, no. Oh, I made you sit through The Mummy when you were 12, right? Oh, yeah, but that's not a horror film. That's Our parents were like, whoa, they're watching The Mummy. That's scary. <laughs> we were like, no, nah, it's not. <laughs> it's, it's pretty funny. Um, <laughs> dude, that mummy, whoa, he was a spook. He was hot, I mean, um, huh? scary. There, there, there's like a halfway point where uh, he's 50% disgusting, 50% hottie boy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear like, me. You could take my lungs if it's going to make you so hot. Mm. Ooh, yeah, fill me up with those beetles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh, that was the worst bit. Bit, yeah, that the, was actually pretty The gross. CGI of them calling... That was the scariest bit of that film. Alright, let's do Children of the Corn. Anyway, <laughs> let's do Children of the Corn. Did you like the corny font? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh no, what have I done? <laughs> that was my reaction to seeing that. Uh, eh, I was like, eh, it'll be fine. It's whatever. Yeah. Corn, haha. Very funny. Uh... Oh, um, so I was talking about before how they rejected Stephen King's script for this because it was bad. Mm. In order to let them still make the movie, he demanded that the film be called Stephen King's Children of the Corn. <laughs> so that's why it's called Stephen King's Children of the Corn, because he was like, well, if you're not going to use my script, you better put my name in the title. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> it's a good reason. It is his, like, story, yeah? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, and he's a good brand name. Maybe not back then, I don't know. But, like, now, absolutely. Um, yeah, he, yeah, he was a pretty big pull throughout all the 80s, so makes sense. Well, there you go. But also, I just love that they had that brand meaning. Mm. All right, Mr. Stephen King, how about this? We're going to put your name in it so everyone knows it was all you. But, you little scripty boy, mm. that's got to go. Because it's trash. They, um... They also make a reference to the classic Here's Johnny scene from The Shining as well. Yeah. A film which he famously hates. So he probably thinks this is the worst movie of all mm. time. Yeah, as you mentioned, it opens with a flashback to when the children were becoming the children of the corn. Yeah, um, it, it starts off there. And as I said, uh, 
I'll go, I'll go. This will be my uh, this will be my prequel slash sequel thing. It's just I'm just gonna edit this movie a bunch. Okay, I feel. <laughs> but anyway, yes. So it it opens up with uh, our favorite child, your favorite, not mine. Um, well, I didn't like his narration, but I liked the. Actor. Don't you love narration at the start of movies, especially <laughs> by specifically a child? Exactly. I was getting three ninjas flashbacks. Also, mm. I couldn't understand what he was saying. He was slurring all his words. Child narration is so oh, rough. Oh. It was bad. Yeah, the kids kill all the parents. That's the, that's the point of the opening. Oh, uh, yeah. So the whole opening. I love it. Because uh, they go to church. And then mm-hmm. we hear child uh, narration. The reason he went, uh, this child went to church was because his dad thought Isaac was weird. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's like <laughs> Yep. It's a good reason, honestly. It's a good yep. and also um the sister Sarah is sick and that's also why they went. Yeah, so so like these are the two children that aren't at the cornfield at the time. Aren't getting brainwashed by the corn demon. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So they never really Like it's obvious that all the other kids know that they aren't thinking the same as them but none of them do anything about it and we know that they're not above killing their own kind like they're not above murdering a kid yeah yeah, they just let these two unbrainwashed children continue to be unbrainwashed and trying to escape and foiling their various plans and just going against malachi's rule over and over again and going to their house playing records and they do nothing about it. Alright, alright, Sandro. There's a reason for this. One, they're very young, so you can teach them right, the right ways of worshipping Satan, you know? Mm -hmm. Teach them those good family values of worshipping Satan. Exactly. Um, Two, they don't know they're disobeying them repeatedly. They they catch them. Okay, alright, Sandro, I'm getting there. (laughs) I'll allow you. No, no. They no, catch no. him, what like once at like during the movie, but it's discovered that the girl's a seer. She's got the shining, technically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got the the shining. So Isaac's like, oh, that's cool. We've got to keep her around, and it's part of uh, destiny uh, that the main two adults will bump into these two. It makes sense at the end. Yeah, at the end of the film, but like, there's three years. Three years that they have just been running around doing stuff. I mean, yeah. Also, what are they What are they doing? They're making fuel out of corn, and that's pretty much it. Where are they getting their food from? Hmm? Corn. They're just eating corn? That's it? Corns and rats. We've seen rats there. It must stink hmm? if they're just eating corn and rats. Absolutely. Like... Okay, <laughs> it is never explained that they don't stink. And they still have, like, shops and stuff there, you know? Yeah, but they're all overgrown with corn. Demonic corn. Mm-mm. Gotta get me some of that demonic corn. It Mm. is demonic corn, so that probably does mean that it's not as bad on the way out. (laughs) Or or maybe it's worse. Who knows? I don't know how demonic corn works. Demonic corn, it's good for your soul. Actually, (laughs) no. Specifically, it's not good for your soul. But the rest of your body, it'll treat great. Yeah. Your soul will be damned to hell. I was pretty surprised at how violent the kids killing the parents was. Oh yeah, no. It just it just opens up on just very violent 
adult murder. Yeah. Um, where they like poison the coffee and just just every <laughs> every yeah. there's blood everywhere. Like one kid goes over and just slits a dude's throat. He does do that. And it's I like, think someone's head gets pushed into a oh yeah like no, a, a grinder meat grinder or something. yeah yeah meat grinder yeah suddenly there's just gore and yeah. murder everywhere this is like first ten minutes of the film after we've just been to church exactly um and on top of that the film never gets gory again it's just the scene <laughs> but I did write down that the child doesn't like scream or shout of stuff he just stares and goes whoa whoa my dad's being killed whoa. what is going on that's a total bummer dude my dad's <laughs> dead it's almost exactly what the voiceover is as well it's like oh what a bummer oh yeah <laughs> well, no. the parents are dead it's not it's not it's not that voice it's like oh man and then my dad died because isaac <laughs> murdered him man i don't <laughs> like isaac isaac's a big meanie poo um, <laughs> pretty much exactly what the voice. Yeah, it's pretty so, much. It's great. It's, dumb. it's bad. Uh, I hated it. Um, but to be fair, he couldn't have stopped them. Like, oh yeah, no, like no, absolutely six. not. But he still could have like shown any form of emotion. Yeah, I don't know. Then we cut to present day. Right? Oh, dude, no, no, no. But the montage. I gotta mention the montage because that's probably oh, my okay. favorite part of the film. The montage is pretty good. With the creepy music. Creepy music with children singing. Yes. Which is the best bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the visuals, which is because a girl with the shining powers, Mm. she is seeing all these visions and she's uh, drawing them with, with crayon and stuff. She's making child drawings. So we just have these montage of pictures uh, drawn in crayon that depict like murdering the parents, putting them in the cornfield, growing the corn. Like, it's just, it's like, what's happened in this time? Mm. It's amazing. I love this scene. Did you like how uh, the first scene we're introduced to Vicky and Bert, it's a fake jump scare with her, like, creeping up on his bed? Oh, that was the most obvious thing. The music rises, and then she's like, happy birthday. (laughs) Yeah, I was very confused at where we were at the time. Because I thought maybe these were the kids grown up. Oh, yeah. That's what I thought this was. It was like the kid now grown up. So he's a doctor, which comes back once. And they're moving to a uh, the uh, the city. I can't remember what city it is. But they're moving there. And they're on a long car trip. Mm. And they're driving. Mm. And they keep driving. And they drive some more. We cut between them driving and this kid called Joseph uh, yep. trying to escape the village. I like how we've got Joseph, Isaac, and uh, what's the other kid? Malachi. Malachi. Very biblical. Job is the kid as well. The very young kid's Job. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Which I think in the short story, and again, I read it, so I'm going to keep referring back to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the short story, that's their second names. They were given that name by Yeah, Isaac. that makes sense. It makes sense that they all got biblical new names. I liked this line. There's a couple fun lines with Bert and Vicky in the car, but there's one where they're playing um, Mm. I Spy, and he's like, I spy with my little eye something beginning with C. Is it corn? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, And the, the, the church radio. Oh, yeah, they keep trying to listen to the radio, but it's just... 
It's just it's a it's just a guy preaching. When they were making fun of it, I'm pretty sure Linda Hamilton says, "Amen, peanut butter and white bread," or something like that. <laughs> just out of nowhere. Yes. Yeah. Oh, we have the the kid. He's he you know tells the main kids he's like, "All right, I'm gonna run away now. My name's Joseph. Whatever." And he runs off in the cornfield, and this scene was amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's Where, pretty good. He's just running through the corn. And the the corn's making creepy demonic noises, but it just keeps yeah. zooming in on the corn. It's just <laughs> yeah. corn, corn, more corn. It's being creepy, corn. And just the close ups on it. I wrote down lol the the close ups on the corn. <laughs> That's pretty good. It was yeah, amazing. Every time, um, because like the corn is meant to be misdirecting him by mm. showing him where to go but every time the corn moves in the soundtrack is a hoo-ha <laughs> it's, like, yes. it's great it's great i love 80s yeah, teen yeah, yeah. Horror. and it, so... and it's i i quite like the idea of this demonic corn that like misguides people it like guides mm. them around incorrectly it's pretty good yeah, well, Stephen King, he wrote a book uh, with his son called In the Tall Grass, which was a movie on Netflix last year, and mm. it's quite similar to this as well. And if you yep. like people getting lost in corn or grass, you will love that movie because it's two hours of people getting lost in corn or grass. Nice. Great. That's the whole film. Fantastic. And also the guy from Watchmen's in it, and he goes crazy. It's pretty oh. oh, okay. That's yeah. Good. That's always good. Um. So anyway, this child gets stabbed. Yep. Gotta stab that child. It's the tagline of the movie. Gotta stab that child. Stab that child. Anyway, this child wanders onto the road and uh, after being stabbed and like just about killed Mm. uh, and then they hit it because they're on the road. They bump into it. They hit hit the kid and we just see a scene where a a kid's hit by a car. Yep. (laughs) That's... It's not a laughing matter, Sandro. Uh, I was cracking up pretty hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the, yeah, yeah, it was... Uh, they yeah. were like, whoop! And of course, she's like, immediately after, that was an animal, yeah? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, sure, lady. And then, yeah, like, he goes to investigate it yeah. and just isn't phased at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're not phased. As I said, like, they're just not phased by this child that they've just murdered, yeah. presumably. But then he looks and it's like, oh, he's got weird stab wounds. That's weird. Mm. Oh, I also wrote down here that the child is clearly faking being dead. <laughs> yeah. Because I pretty, saw him yeah. breathing and moving at one point, And I thought that maybe was a plot line. I mean, it is sort of. Guess. Sort of. But not this scene. He was supposed to be dead in this scene. It sort of took me out of the movie. Whoops. Yeah. That was something I noticed as well. The other thing I noticed is that during this scene, there's this weird side plot Mm. where Linda Hamilton falls asleep and then Mm. dreams that she is checking the kid's body Mm. while Malachi's sneaking up on her with a knife. Mm. She's dreaming that she's been snuck up on by a kid she's never met. Yes. And then she wakes up and Malachi's not there. Well, so she imagined the fact that he was sneaking up on her. Yes, but she, we don't see that it's Malachi or that No, he's... we do, we do. We get a close-up of his face. Fair enough. It's well, just weird. It's just a weird thing. Well, it's maybe she's movie. got a little bit of the shining. Oh, that's true. That's true. We that's never know. Possible. 
Yeah. I mean, that would make sense as to why she was mixed up in all this, you know? Then they put the kid in the boot, and it's never referred to again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the fact that they've got a dead kid in their boot. I didn't notice that. I was like, oh yeah, there's a dead body in the back there. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> they I, never... I forgot about it as well, until yeah. you brought it up, and I was like, oh yeah. To be fair, they have more pressing things to worry about. I think they are horrible people. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. And it's all on purpose. Um so he gets the suitcase yeah from the dead the, child. Uh, yep. And they have a look through it. And there's a cross made out of corn. It's a cross made out of corn. Demon corn. Demon corn. Demon corn cross. Demon corn cross. Was this his evidence? He was taking that demon corn cross to the police to be like, "Hey, a bunch of kids killed the adults. Here's a demon corn cross. Well, they don't know that the kids killed the adults yet. No, no, no. The kid, the reason he was in the briefcase. Oh, no. I think it's just like, I think it was a religious thing. He's still being brainwashed. Yeah. By the demon. What was his last straw? Hmm? I wonder. Maybe, maybe it was murdering the policeman. Because we know that happened. Yeah, a policeman showed up and then got... Yeah, yeah, and got murdered at some point. Like, it's never shown, but like... A, a, a separate from the town policeman came in recently and got murdered. Mm. So maybe that was that. He was like, man, I yeah. liked that policeman. Like, maybe he met him first or something. That's true. Bert and Vic, they run into the old man, who mm. is this old man who lives in a petrol station that don't got no phones. That's important. There's no phones. Cause, uh, so he's the only old man uh, nearby, and the reason he's still alive is because he's a mechanic. Mm. Uh, I think he has access to oil and stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They use him to power the um, yeah, like the irrigation system, all that stuff. Yeah, for the yeah. Corn. yeah. So they they they're keeping this old man alive, but not for long. Haha. <laughs> yeah, because Malachi's like, um, we don't need him anymore. We're making oil out of corn. Yeah, Isaac still thinks they they need the old man to help around. Yeah, um, there's a bit of a conflict between Malachi and Isaac. Exactly, um, yeah. It's a lot of angst. The old man tries to get them to go to the other town. Yes, which is a big no-no because Isaac wants them to come to the town so they can sacrifice them to the, the, the corn demon. They follow the the road signs to the other town and it just leads them closer mm. to the the demon town, whatever it's called. So I think that's part of the plan. That's like okay. they yeah. tell the old man to send them to this town because... Then they'll be led to the other town, you know? Yeah, yeah, that does make sense. Yeah. But the old man, uh, his dog, uh, get is like, woof, woof, I smell demon, I'm gonna go get it. And then the dog gets murdered off screen. And then the old man spends about five minutes being like, oh no, my dog's dead, I'm gonna look around this thing. It's a very, very long sequence of mm. him just walking around. Yeah, I, I will say most of the movie's a bit long. But yep. it's made way better if you just speed things up. Okay. <laughs> yep. Just a little I bit. I just on normal speed, and I was kind of bored, so that does make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is uh, why I think I have a more positive outlook on this film, is just because, like, there's lots of fluff. There's so much fluff of, mm. like, boring, suspenseful waiting time. Yeah. Between things. And it's not very suspenseful either, because it's not a scary movie. So. so I think speeding it up was definitely the correct choice there. Anyway. Yeah. It's good, it's good. Anyway, yeah, the old man dies. He gets killed by a bunch of kids. Yep. Um, the signs make the guys 
drive into the evil town. <laughs> this is where this is where we get my favorite quote because mm. they're driving, they're lost, they're mm. on a dirt road. Yeah, they they decide to go through the corn for some reason. Yeah. And Linda Hamilton is like, "Oh God, this isn't even a road." <laughs> She just screams that. Yes. And it's meant to be like she's distressed, but it's so funny. Yeah, it's great. Especially considering the massive break she's about to have, that mm. she did a movie where she has to scream, this isn't even a road. This isn't even a road. Yep. We we cut to uh, Isaac and Malachi. Isaac's, you know, he's preaching to all these kids in the cornfield. We have what appears to be a policeman corpse hanging from a cross in the cornfield. Yeah. yeah. Very creepy. I really like the corn cross, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, good. It looks really good. The special effects, look, the effects <laughs> in this movie are pretty good. Um, like, even, like, if you think about this from 1984, yeah. even the special effects are, like, pretty good. Ooh, I mean, back to the future, though. Mm. came out before this but yeah it was made on a budget that's less than a million so yeah, yeah, yeah it looks yeah. pretty good I liked the special effects in this movie I thought they were great I um, quite liked it as well actually it was pretty funny but I think yeah <laughs> I think there was a little bit of so bad it's good yeah uh, seeping in and there a, but yeah a lot of explosions great. for no reason <laughs> <laughs> yes. near the end yeah it's great yes and, and this it... is where yeah Isaac is like we worship he who walks behind the rose mm which is a good name. And uh, then they, he's like, all right, we now know that the two two outsiders are going to come in and they're going to speak blasphemous things. Don't yep. listen to them. Uh, instead, just murder them. Mm. And then they're like, yay, let's go murder. Let's go murder. And then they yay. like, you know, praise God or something. Yeah. The couple show up in town. Obviously, it's yep. a ghost town. It's an empty town. It's full of corn. Um, and they drive past the house where Job and Sarah are. They see one of the doors shut, so, so they're like, ooh, we better go investigate there, see if there are any phones. The amount of times Bert says the word phone in this, like, <laughs> ten-minute scene is yep. definitely enough to make a very, very funny cut-down compilation oh, of yeah, just yeah, some yeah. guy going, where is the phone? I need to use the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what great. is it? They're those millennials... Always mm-hmm. obsessed about phones. God, it's oh, ridiculous. Anyway, uh, yeah, they find uh, this. They they search the old house. They find the phones obviously being cut, the wire, mm. you know. And then they, they find... did that ages ago. Um, yeah. Then they find Sarah as well, and she's yeah. like, "I'll draw you a picture." Yeah, I'll draw you a picture. And then she winks to the camera and says, "But it's going to be a demonic one." <laughs> exactly. It was a weird breaking of the fourth wall, but yeah, I yeah, yeah. But it. I didn't make up just then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Bert is like, "I'm not going to stick around here, babysit no child. I'm going to run off and check some other buildings." You always want to separate the party, is what I've exactly. been told, especially uh, in horror movies. Especially when Malachi is about to show up with a bunch of kids and they're all carrying knives and they attack yeah. the house. Um, yeah. I'm surprised they didn't instantly murder the lady, but they need to sacrifice her, I guess, so they mm-hmm. capture her. They capture her. Just quickly, though, there is a scene where she's hiding behind a door, axe comes through the door, mm. and it's just the scene from The Shining. Yeah, that's um, the, yeah. Here's Malachi! Um, it's... I, I liked it, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. It was a reference. It was cool. Yeah. 
I liked it. Um, and then we see uh, the picture that Sarah drew as Vicky is being taked away. She uh, just before the kids come and take her, the the little girl shows her the picture she drew, and she's like, "What the frick is this?" <laughs> yeah. Um, because it's it's just a picture of. Her. She's like, "Hey, it's a picture of you," and it's just her being taken to the cornfield to be sacrificed. <laughs> yeah. So that's great. I love that. Yeah. That, was, that was very good. The girl's so pleased, though. Yeah, she's know, just right? not realized what she's <laughs> drawn. Clearly, that's the funniest part about this film, yep. in my opinion, is that Sarah, the character of Sarah, mm. has no idea of what's going on. I don't think. I don't yeah. think she really well, grasps she was the fact of what's happening. Yeah, definitely. But she's drawing pictures of like people she knows being murdered and yep. she knows that that's gonna happen but mm. she doesn't care um there's also a scene where Bert's in the police station and he finds a picture drawn years ago of Vicky being uh torched by a dragon mm. it doesn't really come back but it's a good picture. no but it's it, it's it's interesting well the the dragon sort of comes back because that's what they've got to do they've got to mm. burn the corn but anyway we're about that's to true. get there um so, uh, meanwhile, uh, what's his face? The guy runs into a a, a church, yeah, where they're currently having a, a a little ceremony, where they cut a pentagram on this guy's chest and then drain some blood, uh, write a little passage, and then mm. uh, get to drink the blood. Which is just a great little fun old church time. He bumps in and he's like, what the hell is going on? What are you doing? And then they're like, get him. But he like sort of just pushes the child's away because the child yeah, can't the fight off an adult. <laughs> um, they, they're sacrificing people around 19. Yeah, when you turn 19, you join the uh, you join yep. demon. Which I think is where the point where most people start, the like uh, adults are starting to question all of this possibly. Mm. Don't know. But the kids are very well uh, brainwashed, which is good. Um, Uh, The thing about that that I find really interesting, though, is that as soon as Isaac turns 19, mm. this whole thing's over. Like, the only reason I think Malachi is doing this is because of power. He's a big old Mm. bully. He doesn't care so much about the spiritual aspect of the demon Mm. of the corn. So as soon as Isaac, yeah, turns 19, Mm. this cult... Is done. <laughs> Pretty I much. Disagree. Okay. I think so. I think what's going to happen is that um, Malachi will become the next leader mm-hmm. of it and start seeing visions and stuff like this. Isaac's got to go on the out and out, but yeah, he'll find a replacement. I mean, Malachi—he's yeah. an aggressive asshole. You know, he's mm. a big bully. That'll work perfect. A lot of chasing just happens over the next twenty minutes. Yeah. Uh. Bert runs into Job and Sarah, and yep. there's a bit more of an exposition dump, but yep. we don't really learn anything new. Yep. And uh, there's also the classic scene, the scene that is quoted quite a bit. Mm. Um, I'm pretty sure it's parodied in South Park as well. It's a pretty famous oh, scene really? where Malachi is holding Vicky hostage and he's yelling, Outlander, Outlander, we have your woman, she still lives. Mm. Um, quite a popular scene from this film. Huh. Well, there you go. Yeah. I didn't know that. At this point, Isaac and Malachi sort of are fighting now. And yes. Uh, uh, I, 
Isaac, like, because he, he gets all these visions, but Malachi is like, nah, stuff you, I'm in charge now. And then they, like, tie uh, Isaac up to a cross. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so now Malachi is in charge. And then it's nighttime after that, pretty much. Yeah. It's night. The kid who's about to turn 19 is ready to die. Yep. So he stands in front of uh, the corn and the ground moves. So so we hear, like, horrible munching sounds in the background. Then Isaac starts screaming, mm. and then we see some great special effects of just yellow like <laughs> st- like glowing stuff yeah it's like glowing spirit goo goo stuff yeah 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 and it um, like hops onto Isaac and then there's a second and then it cuts away and the cross just explodes into the air pretty great <laughs> it's pretty good the it's goo good. doesn't even like cover his whole body like mm. it's slightly too far to the right so mm. yeah it's great. It's very funny. It's good. Um, uh, I like it. And it's I was good. a big fan of exploding cross into the air. That was great. Yeah. And then Bert rocks up, uh, saves Vicky. Vicky runs off to join Job and Sarah. Yep. Uh, while Bert just punches kids. Yep. There's a there's a fight. Uh, while this fight is happening, Isaac shows up again. Yeah, he's back. He's a zombo. And Malachi's like, uh oh. I really shouldn't have murdered Isaac. Shouldn't I? <laughs> yeah, it's a good. It's a good look that Malachi has. Like it is it's that look good. of it's like, good. man, I am boned. And then mm. Isaac just straight up grabs him by the neck, yeah, and murders him. Um, um, I really like the makeup on Isaac as well. It looks yeah, great. It, it looks, looks really good. good. I yeah. yeah, I think it's really good. Um, anyway, the main characters run into this barn. They sort of board it up and yep. are huddling in there. It's like, what are we going to do? The wind is picking up as well. The demon mm. is um, it's passing pissed. wind. It's really yeah. pissed. They're, they're, really the pissed. kids have pissed it off. Everyone's pissing it off. It's just mad. It's a mad old corn demon. Mad um, corn and demon. they find a Bible... And one of the passages is uh, highlighted about fire, and they're like, oh, we got to set fire to the crops. Yeah, they hook up the, the crop uh, dusters to this fuel. Yeah. Which is a very good, I like that, the crop waterers. It is a good, yeah, no, it's a good plan. Yeah. Uh, they cool. throw a Molotov cocktail right at the oil. This scene. Yeah. Amazing. Because he misses. During all of this, the demon is like, like coming you see the the special effects in the background and stuff it's um, so good and yeah it's great they're hooking it up and he throws this uh, molotov but for some goddamn reason it's just a pathetic throw <laughs> it's so, so the kid it's so off it's so dumb the scene it's it's probably the worst climax just ever it's um, also the... it's so weird cuz the kid Job then runs off to get it, and I'm like, oh, is the kid going to sacrifice himself? Yeah, I was really hoping the kid just dies. And he doesn't. He gives it back to Bert, who throws it again. (laughs) Also, by the way, did you notice that Bert was calling Job Toby throughout Mm. the scene? No. quite clearly the actor playing Job. Was this a reshoot? (laughs) What happened? Did he just forget the character's name? Mm. I had many questions. Uh, it's just a weird climax that yep. just, yeah, it's strange. But 
um, the crops are set on fire, yep. and then we see giant CGI flames. Yeah, and then it shoot explodes. up into the sky, and then it explodes. Yeah, very cool. Great. I liked yeah. that though, like demon death, mm. like this corn that it's made them make that's full of its demonic power is just burnt, and it just yeah. destroys this demon. It's pretty I great. Liked it a lot. And so uh, they walk back to their car. The car is broken. So Bert is like, I'm going to walk to the, the next town. Uh, you guys can join me. And we're going to adopt Job and Sarah. And that's yep. the end of the movie. There is no more scares to come. Oh, well, but wait. He just has to He just has to get something from the car, you know? Just, just a little... No, he doesn't. Something... He just needs to continue on his way. Nope. He just needs to go... Just get... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll go, Sandro. He just needs to go, go get something from the car. Just, just, just go in the car for a little, little one scene left before the movie ends. And surprise! Whoa! In the back seat, it's the preachy girl. She's got a scythe. She tries to kill him and fails. Why? <laughs> it's it's the classic movie trope of like, hey, we did it, but then there's still evil. If you if you're gonna do this ending. Mm. Do it in the ending of classic horror comics and kill all the main characters. Absolutely, yeah, no. I was really hoping <laughs> something. Uh, it's it's whatever. Because that happens all the time in yeah. like Nightmare on Elm Street. The main characters like, ah, we're done. It's all done, and then mm. Freddy shows up, kills them all, end the movie. <laughs> like, it yeah, just yeah, ends. yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been good. Like, yeah, yeah. but whatever. But it's a whatever this... end. It's fine. It was kind of pointless because yeah. it doesn't really do anything at the end. It's just a, like a little jump scare. It's like a trope that mm-hmm. they did. Yeah, it's, kind it's of a pretty tropey film in terms of the horror aspects. But yeah, there's some really good ideas in this, and that's why I don't know what I want to rate it because as a mm. movie, I think it's kind of bland. Mm. But the ideas are really good. Mm. I'm still going to think about it. You, you, you can rate it first. Um, so I really enjoyed this film. Mm-hmm. But I also really enjoyed this film because I sped up all the boring bits. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I feel like even though this wasn't a long film, mm-hmm. it still was pretty slow in areas. Yeah. In my good conscience, <laughs> I don't know if I can rate this a goodie. You gave Street Fighter a goodie. Skip yes, but I, I didn't speed Street Fighter up and I still enjoyed it. Whereas this one, I sped up a lot of the time. I didn't all the time, though, and there was a lot Although, of adorable bits. here's a query. If you're watching this with friends, like a lot of friends, and you're all making fun of it, that oh, yeah. does take away from the slowness of the movie. That is absolutely true. Mm. Um, and I would definitely watch this movie again, and would I suggest it t- to a friend? Yes, under certain circumstances. So, as long as you rated Aldi, <laughs> I'll rate it a goodie. That sounds like a fair deal. <laughs> yeah, because I don't want this to get two goodies, but I don't feel like it deserves two oldies. Yeah. Again, as I said, I think this is a good um, teenage horror film if you're young mm. and you want to get in a couple spooks, but like Doctor Who level spooks. Check yep. this out. Check this out. Yeah. Yeah. An oldie and a goodie at the same time. Yeah, an oldie and a goodie. Like, it's, it's yeah. Half the movie, there's lots of good things. Half the movie, it's very boring yeah <laughs> so yeah can't oh, well. good conscious give it both a goodie but uh i think i'll definitely revisit it at some point 
yeah. uh, with a couple of drinks in hand and some good friends to point and laugh at it. So it'd be Sounds good. Sounds like a good thing. How about uh, instead of doing that, you watch the sequels? Because uh... it's time for sequels. And <laughs> are you ready? I'm going to uh-huh. go through them all. And, what do you mean uh, all? Wait, how many sequels are there? You'll see. You'll see. Oh, boy. So it started in 1993. Okay. They were like, let's do Children of the Corn 2, The Final Sacrifice. Oh, okay. Um, just while you're there, just yep. look up Just look up the poster. Just Google Children of the Corn 2. I'll wait. Okay. I'll wait. All right. Just look up the poster. So go over here and uh, go to images. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a lady. <laughs> That's a spooky girl, and she has a knife. <laughs> what is that picture? That guy's eye is gone. What is that picture? That guy's a got creepy demon face. It's the best posters. Wow. <laughs> the posters for everyone is great, but I love the one for two. Also, yep. the tagline is the ultimate adult nightmare. Mm-hmm. Uh, the brief synopsis is a journalist encounters a deadly cult while investigating the massacre of an out-of-the-way American community's adult population. Mm. So it's a sequel that ignores what happened in the first film. Well, it doesn't ignore. Maybe the kids got together and were like, well, all our leaders are dead. Anyway, let's go back to worshipping that demon. Oh, wait, but the demon died. Right, yeah. It could, it could be a prequel. Makes yeah, sense. it could be a prequel, actually. Anyway. Um, um, the 20% on Rotten Tomatoes yep, uh, yep, tells yep, me... Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to give you an idea of the quality of the rest of the sequels, this is the only one that was released in cinemas. Woof. All the others, straight to DVD. Which leads us on to 1995's Children of the Corn 3, Urban Harvest. Urban Harvest. Wow. Um, Charlie's Theron is in it. Uh, this is the synopsis. Two young Gatlin boys, which is the town uh, that the film takes place in, they are orphaned after their younger brother kills their father. Hmm. And then they're put into a foster family, and the terror of the children of the corn follows them to their urban town. Great. <laughs> yep. Um, so the, the top, there's one critic review for this. And he says uh, by uh, Stefan, mm. children of the corn in the hood. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> It has 11,000 user ratings, though. That's impressive. Yes. It's probably just because Charlie's Theron is in it. <laughs> yeah, probably. But it's got 26%, so there That's you go. That's amazing. 1996, we've got Children of the Corn 4, yep. The Gathering. Yep. Naomi Watts, it's her first film. <laughs> yep. I just love the fact that they got these good actors in these. Uh, the synopsis, a child, uh, the children of a small Midwestern town are transformed into murderers. We know this. We know this. Yep. But a medical student tries to save her affected sister and neighbours from an evil band of child zombies. Don't know where that comes oh, from. Oh, okay. But there's zombies in this one. Huh. Again, 11,000 reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. From the audience. How's that? I think, I think there's like a, a DVD series of this that lots of people have watched. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. All right. 1998. Children of the Corn 5. How many sequels does this thing have? Jeez. Fields of Terror. Oh my god, there's so many of them. <laughs> the what? Why is there so many sequels to this movie? It's ridiculous. What is this picture? Children of the Corn 5 Fields of Terror has the worst edited picture I've ever seen as its poster. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
number five. Are you looking at the the red one or the yeah, blue one? I've got both of them up. They're amazing. Yeah, Just the... do yourself a favor and Google Children of the Corn Five. Yeah. It's, it's the best poster. The number five uh, red one at least looks like a better poster. Yeah. But the the blue one with lightning is so bad. They've cropped off half of the five. Oh my god! Is it like a magazine cover? I don't. Oh, no. Yeah. One of them's just shoulders. Why? What is? It's such this... a bad. They've just got one character who's mm. just in front of everyone else for no reason, and you it see almost... half his shoulder. Yeah. Why? It almost looks like it would be one of those straight to DVD Christian films you'd find at like secondhand stock. Yeah. Shops. Oh, it's except bad. if it didn't have the the scythe and the anyway. Uh, in 1999, we got Children of the Corn 6, except, Zach, mm-hmm. it's not called Children of the Corn 6. No, it's not. <laughs> Do you want to have a guess as to what it is? I, I can see it right called? here. <laughs> it's Children of the Corn 666. Oh, Isaac's return. Yeah, the, kid, the guy who plays Isaac is back. He returned. <laughs> for this oh, and he's film. old in this one. He's like an adult. <laughs> this oh, is the synopsis. Young Hannah returns home to learn more about her mother. I think that's a character from the fifth one. Yep. She picks up a stranger who foreshadows her life with a Bible passage while Isaac awakes from a 19-year-old coma to fulfill the, the final prophecy. prophecy. Yep. So he's so he blew up, turned into a zombie, got knocked yep. out, and has been in a coma for 19 years. Yep. Well, and... he was the best actor. All right, 2001. Oh my God, it's still Children going. of the Corn Revelation. Doesn't even have a number. Yep. It's the same plot. Yep. It's the same. It's the same film. Yep. If you look up the um the poster though, this is actually a good poster. It's yeah, actually it's a pretty, pretty solid poster. poster. It looks like a an actual movie that would get released. And that's it. What about Children of the Corn Genesis? Did we cover that one? I was joking. There is more. <laughs> Oh no! Before we get to Children of the Corn Genesis in 2009, there was a TV reboot called Children of the Corn. Oh, great. And then, yep, Children of the Corn Genesis. I don't know if it's a sequel to the film or the TV film, but it exists. And then 2018, two years ago... Wait, what? Two years ago, there was Children of the Corn 10, Runaway, which is the same movie. (laughs) It's just the same. Okay. I don't see that one here. What's it called? Children of the Corn Runaway. Runaway. Um, so there's so many sequels to this oh, film. Oh, yeah. There it is. Wow. Weird. And it's just the same film. Okay. There are so many sequels. Mm. None of them are good. No one likes them. Oh, my God. It's got an 8% on Rotten Tomatoes. Woof. We'll have to watch at least one of them, right? Jeez Louise. Yeah, there are so many of them. I cannot believe this. This is crazy. Wow. We've got to do at least one. Yep. What do you... Isaac's return? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I think we should talk about this later, but yeah, we should definitely do one of these movies at some point. Oh my goodness. Or maybe we just do a spin-off mm. called Oldie But A Corny. <laughs> we do all the children of the corn film <laughs> and slowly lose our mind. Actually, we would lose our mind from the second one. Yeah, no, I think <laughs> we could do we could do something with it. We'll have to think about this. 
I don't even have the brain strength to pitch a sequel to this film now. This yeah, no. Um, <laughs> I pitch a sequel where we don't make like six different sequels to this. How's that? Yep, that's my pitch as well. Yep. Um, no, but I do, I do, I did have a thing where I was yeah. gonna say I would restructure this movie. Mm-hmm. I just restructure it. Have no, no. We start off uh, in the car driving. Yeah, and they can have a little talk about their family thing, and they have to get to this thing or whatever, you know, their stupid normal stuff. Then all the shenanigans of the film happens, except cutting down on all the boring bits mm-hmm. of like them just running around and nothing happening. Um, more like, uh, and you know, then there's a bit of suspense. What's going on? I hit this child. Why is it already dead? Stuff is still slowly revealed. That yeah, yeah. I a slow. I think a slower works. reveal would have been nice. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, um, my sequel is they get to where they're going. It's a proper sequel. They get to where they're going, but uh, there is the the dead kid in their boot mm-hmm. uh, wakes up and follows oh. them, and they all die. Great. Cool. Probably still a better sequel than like six that came out after this one. Now, Sandra. Yep. It's time for everyone's favorite section. Raving reviews. Nice. It's good. Yeah. There was more revs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying to really rev it up. Because I've gotten very bored of this stupid movie. So let's finish this off. Uh, we got some excellent reviews that really look deep into the psyche of this movie, I feel. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, the way this, this segment works is I found uh, reviews uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, not of the, the critics, mm. the people who are paid shills that don't know anything about movies anyway. Whoops. They don't know anything. Honestly, this is an attack on me who is a critic. Uh, yes, specifically Sandro. Whoops. Um, doesn't know anything. Um, no. They rate things from 0.5 out of 5. Sandra's going to guess what they rated them. Yeah, I'll keep points. Matthew, he says, and now this really, really hits deep for me. Right. A horror movie, dot, 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 about children who worship corn. <laughs> that is the plot. That is the plot of the movie, yes. And <laughs> what, what did Matthew rate it with this insightful review about a horror movie, dot, 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 about children who worship corn? I'm going to go three. I think it's a positive review, but it's uh-huh. most likely... It's not, because I was I was intentionally putting it in a positive light in my voice tones, because yeah, it's a were. 0.5. Oh, okay. <laughs> they really didn't like the children who watched it. You really cool. hated that. Wow. Yeah. Woof. Okay. Oh, well. Matthew, not a fan. Uh, Ben's. He says, oh, boy. Ben's, look, Ben's decided to type this on the internet. And I'm calling you out, Benz. What? Why did you type this? (laughs) Why did you publish it? Like, he typed it and then decided, yes, I'll hit enter and publish (laughs) this. Ben says, I'd F these kids up. Oh, no. (laughs) No, 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 no. I'd F these kids up, but not up the ass. (laughs) (laughs) No. What are you doing? Benz. You are never going to get a job. But what? Benz, no. You you're, can't just say that. You're up, like, you're going to apply for a job and then wonder why you never got it. And it's because they found this review. Yep. That's why. I'd F these kids up, but not up the ass. No. 
Not anywhere. Just don't say that. Oh, man. Bent. No. What is... <laughs> I'm so bewildered. I don't know what to rate this. Ben's no. It's a, probably a two. No, it's a four out of five. Duh. You got to think Trump. about what you say before saying it. Good lord. Moving oh. on. All right. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yes <laughs> says terrible, god awful acting and plot line. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a zero point five, isn't it? No, it's a one out of five. Well, a little bit more positive. Positive. Yeah, right. a little All bit right. more positive. That didn't want to give it the zero point five. All right. Caroline says, wow, that was ridiculous. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Caroline. <laughs> I am so done yeah, with yeah. this movie that I genuinely cannot think, but I think yeah, that no, no, it no. Is... This is. I've got some real, like, half these reviews I found were just not reviews. <laughs> wow. I mean, it's on brand. That was ridiculous. That was ridiculous. Uh, I'm sticking with two, but I think, yeah, you know, I'm going to go 2.5. Oh, good change. Good change. It is 2.5. Well Ooh, done. I got one. Oh, I'm yeah. surprised you managed to get that one. There you go. Oh, yeah, I mean, it was the Vegas one yet. So. I'm still stuck on what Ben said. Come on, Ben. What are you doing? Um, Stuart. No. Stuart says... The part where the yellow pixel monster eats the annoying devil child made me lol. <laughs> I do agree. Um, uh, yeah, it was pretty funny. Uh, that's, yeah, three. Three for that. That's a one out of five, actually. Um, uh, clearly hated the film, but really loved it when the annoying devil child got eaten. You should have picked yeah. up, he said, the annoying devil child. Mm, that's true. And he was one of the best parts of the film, so if he didn't like that, then... Yeah. yeah. Anyway, all right, maybe you'll get this one. Nemo, he says, Will Stephen King ever cease to be boring? Doesn't seem so. Um, uh, Will never cease to be boring. This sounds like it's the last straw mm. for Nemo mm-hmm. when it comes to Stephen King movies, and I think that's why this is a one. Oh, very close. It was a 1.5. A 1.5. Mm, okay. A really weird... Because he seems to think they're quite boring, but... Yeah. Well, oh, God, the next review... Oh god, this is definitely the worst review. Even worse than Ben's, just because it's oh, time. No. Delilah says, OMG, what a scary movie, but will it come from me? Ah! <laughs> explanation mark, explanation mark, explanation mark. A with a funny sign up of it, upside down, explanation mark, explanation mark, explanation nauseum, there's like 20 explanation marks. Then it's got wow. a funny thing above it, squiggly. O, a squiggly mark, a squiggly mark, O, 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 uh, nauseum till we get to weird, funny, O, squiggly mark, A, squiggly mark, O, funny, O, squiggly mark, funny, O, squiggly mark, funny, O, squiggly mark, squiggly mark, A, question mark, A, with a funny thing above it. One slash four A <laughs> above question mark A question mark A with a funny thing above it. One slash four. That was almost as long as us talking about the sequel. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, this is the worst review. I need a after you um, guess what it is, I'll send it to you, but good lord. I kinda wanna guess that it's it is an actual rating, but I think that means that I'm thinking this person has any brain cells. Yes. And that's why I'm saying it's five out of five. It's five out of five. Well done. Good good train of thought there. That's what it is. This is the exact thing. Um, you said it over. Oh, my goodness. 
That's the review. That's what I read. Good Lord. Anyway. That's great. That's great. I love it. And finally, the last one, Tina says, those kids just need a different outlet. Like maybe forming a grunge band. (laughs) That would have improved this film if out of nowhere the kids just like broke out into a musical. Yes. About the corn demon. Absolutely. And I think we have to agree with Tina there. They just needed a different outlet, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's great. That's very good. Ah, I know too. Ah, it's a one out of five. Nah, Stuff is uh, negative one. All right. Nah, there we go. Good stuff. Um, wrap Ooh. us up. Wrap. Where can people find the show? All right. Well, you can find us on Facebook. We have a Facebook page. Please chuck us a message on there. Or you can chuck us an email at our email. Um, we look us up on Spotify. We got mm. a new place. Where was the new place? Pandora. 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 Yeah, because that's where all the cool cats are at. So exactly. check us out um, on that. Uh, we've got iTunes, you can yes. rate us there, give us a little yes. rating, we'll we'll yes. talk about it in the podcast. We will. Um, all the links are in the descriptive doodad. Like mm-hmm. and subscribe on our YouTube channel, we'll never post there ever again. Um, um, we did have one little thing. Uh, oh. Ian, our listener Ian, shout oh, outs to sweet. Ian, said um, the movie June came out in 1984. Will you be reviewing it? We will mm-hmm. see, Ian. Mm-hmm. But... If we do, Ian wants us to uh, not only compare it to the 2020 mm. June movie, but also there was a TV version of June that came out um, that's apparently really, really good. Okay, okay, cool. So we might have to get really deep into June lore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I am a big fan of the June series. Like yeah. a big fan. So I am personally promising you, Ian... I will go and watch all of those movies. Okay. I'll watch both of them. Even if we don't do the Dune, I will watch them, and I will review it just for you. If all right. We probably will do them, because I'll force Sandro to do it, but Almost I'll definitely. definitely do it. Yeah. I don't know about the TV show, but I'll, I'll see. <laughs> Maybe I'll watch it. I've seen bits of the film on TV, but I can't remember it, and I remember, mm. remember it being not very good, but... I've read a lot um, of the books. We'll I actually see. haven't seen any of the movies or stuff. Oh, okay. I, I think I was going to see it, but then I was like, Ugh, I don't know. And then I yeah. never did. <laughs> I really want to watch the new one because I love the director. So yeah. We'll see. Um, I, I should read the books. I'm going to try and the read at least great. the three of like, the main trilogy. I'll read them this year. Books are great. You've got to get that, that Mao Dib mm. up in your crib. Love it. Love it. All right. Well, thank you, Ian. Uh, yeah, thanks, Ian. Thanks for giving me an excuse to cover Dune. Yeah, totally. So, Sandro. Yep. We've got two choices for next week. Okay. Not many choices there. It's a shame. But some interesting ones. All right. We have Tank. A military officer moves to a small town, but doesn't get along with the local corrupt police. Ooh, it's just a regular rogue cop story. Yep. That's it. Great. And then we have... The Ice Pirates. Oh, nice. Apparently it's a, a, a B-movie sci-fi set in the oh, future yes. when water is man's most precious commodity. Oh, so it's June. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's literally just June, <laughs> but probably less deserty. Maybe? Um, I don't know. I, I love... Look, B-movie sci-fis are such a joy and also really painful. <laughs> so... <laughs> I think on one hand I'm like I like we just sat through Children of the Corn which we're both very mixed on 
Mm. So maybe we should go for a movie that we will definitely either love or hate. Mm. And I think that's going to be the Ice Pirates. Yeah, Ice Pirates. We need to wrap this up with our favorite quote from the movie we just saw. What's yours? My my favorite uh, quote is, um, "You'll you'll never get away with this, Isaac. You big meanie boo boo." <laughs> and then Isaac replies, "Malachi, you dumb dumb. You shouldn't kill. Shouldn't have killed me because." I'm now going to snap your neck. And then he snaps his neck. That's my favourite. That is a quote. That is a quote from the movie. And that may all be, but that will never live up to the shock of the fact that this isn't even a road. (laughs) This isn't even a road. This isn't even a road. What's going on? This isn't even a road. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.